Wants are unlimited, but resources always limited. So, how do you distribute your limited resources between your competing and potentially unlimited wants to achieve a fulfilling outcome for your life? That is what we figure out on The Money Spot. Welcome to The Money Spot, the show where we answer your money questions. I'm your host, Heather Katsonga Woodward, and in this week's episode, Sam asks a question about financial independence. Hi Heather, my name's Sam. Can you talk about financial independence and the steps one has to move through to get there? Thanks. Hey Sam, thank you very much for this awesome question. In the past, I used to think about financial independence in a very one-dimensional way. To me, you are financially independent if your income from passive investments exceeded what you need to maintain the lifestyle you want indefinitely. And when I say passive investments, I'm including stuff like property in there because it's almost passive. It wasn't until I heard a podcast episode in which J.D. Roth, the founder of Get Rich Slowly, was telling Paula Pant of the Afford Anything podcast that I started thinking about financial independence as something that can be broken down into a series of stages. I like his idea, so rather than reinvent the wheel, I'll share J.D. Roth's wisdom with you and you can decide where you are on this continuum. Stage zero is dependence. In the dependence stage, your lifestyle depends on other people for financial support. Absolutely everyone starts here. We're born fully dependent on our parents and people break out of parental dependence at different ages. I dare say you can break out of being dependent from parents and then fall back into dependence in your 40s or 50s because of a life incident or maybe poor planning. However, even if you don't live at home with family, you would still be in the dependent stage if your spending exceeds your income. Following the dependent stage, stage zero, there are six stages to full financial independence in J.D. Roth's model. The first stage of the journey is called solvency, and indeed the first three stages are all about surviving. He calls them the surviving stages. Stage one is solvency. You're solvent if you can meet your financial commitments, that is, you have enough earnings to pay your bills. You will have reached the stage when you no longer rely on anyone else or on credit for financial support month to month. You're a solvent person if your income exceeds your expenses and you're no longer accumulating debt. I reached the stage when I was 18 thanks to an academic scholarship. My scholarship paid for all fees and gave me a lump sum to cover accommodation, food, and a plane ticket home every year. And in December 2002, when my dad sent me a gift of money with my mother, who was visiting me at university, I told her that from here on out, I don't need money from you and dad. I will survive within the means of my scholarship. I asked them to save the money for my sister's education, and I haven't looked back since. My dad took that thanks and ran. Just kidding. He did pay for my wedding. While some people will reach this stage in their teens, as I did, most people reach this stage when they start the first job that allows them to leave home. 
Some never reach it and are dependent on others for survival from cradle to grave. Stage two is called stability. You've achieved financial stability once you've repaid all your consumer debt and have some money set aside for emergencies and continue to earn enough to save. You can think of your savings as profits. Anyhow, you may still possess some good debt, quote unquote, and J.D. Roth qualifies good debt by saying it's only student loans and mortgages. But at this point of stability, you've eliminated other obligations and built a buffer of savings to protect you from any unfortunate events. Dave Ramsey suggests a buffer of £1,000, and I would agree with that, as it's probably adequate for most emergencies. I would recommend buying insurance cover for things that cost more than this. For example, buildings and contents insurance to cover damage to your home and to your personal possessions. As I've never been in debt, again, thanks to my scholarship, God bless Mr. Barclay Smith, I could say I reached this stage at 18 as well. As a Malawian student living in Britain, I had no credit history, so no bank would give me access to a credit card or even an overdraft facility, and no store would allow me store credit. You know how you go into a store and they ask you if you want to get 10% off by signing up to a store card? Well, I said yes the first time and I got rejected with the result that I always said no after that because I felt so ashamed when she walked back to the counter to tell me I didn't qualify in front of other customers. I was really embarrassed. Well, thank God for small mercies. I was an unsuspecting teenager in a foreign country and I have no idea what debt I ultimately could have landed myself in had that request for store credit gone through that first time. Stage three, the last survival stage is called agency in J.D. Roth's model. Free agency, he describes as the ability to work and live how and where you want. In the free agency stage, you've cleared all debt, including student loans and your home mortgage, and you have enough bank that you could quit your job at a moment's notice without hesitation. Apparently, some call this screw you money. Anyhow, I was about to disagree with the free agency stage until I saw JD's note that he knows firsthand there are times when you might prefer to carry a mortgage, even if you don't have to. So for the purposes of this stage, stage three, the agency stage, if you have enough saved and invested, To pay off your mortgage, it's the same thing as not having one. Technically, I'd say I initially reached this stage when I was about 30 because I had enough equity in a home I bought when I was 23 to pay off our home mortgage free and clear. And I had enough passive income from a small business I set up when I was about 26, but actually only spent 10 minutes a month on that business to meet the other financial needs that I had at the time. I say technically because in practice, I would never have done that. Because even then, I knew we'd probably want kids and would need more money to give them the life we want them to have. Essentially, even if you're in the free agency stage, but you know your future financial needs will be greater, you're probably not fully there yet. In JD's six-stage model to financial independence, you move from surviving to thriving in stages four to six. As you work your way through these stages, money is no longer a safety net but a tool to help you build the life you imagined for yourself and for your family. So in each of the next series of stages, assume no debt or enough cash on hand to instantly repay all debts. 
Stage four is security. You have achieved financial security when your investment income can cover your basic needs. Investment income is money that you don't need to actively work for day to day. It arrives like clockwork without much further input from you. So in the security stage, based on how much you've saved and invested, you could live a meager existence for the rest of your life. Even if you never worked another day in your life, you would have enough to afford simple housing, basic food, essential clothing, and insurance. I would say we're currently working towards stage four right here. If we both quit our jobs and took our children out of a fee-paying school, rental income would probably cover our cost of living and would have decent savings to cover tenancy gaps. But our whole life would come tumbling down if interest rates rose because the buy-to-let mortgages and our mortgages are still quite large, so we're really not here yet. In the security stage, you should be able to cover all basics regardless of what interests and other economic indicators are doing. Stage five is financial independence. In the stage, which is the ultimate goal for most people, your investment income is enough to fund your current standard of living for the rest of your life. Rather than current, I'd say your ideal standard of living. Uh, You can't only afford the basics, but you can afford some comforts such as holidays abroad. You have enough with a capital E. And then stage six is financial abundance. I love that word, abundance. In J.D. Roth's sixth stage and final stage of financial freedom, you have enough and then some. At the abundance stage, oh, okay, so financial independence, I guess, could be your current standard of living with abundance being a little bit better than that. I get that. At the abundance stage, your passive income from all sources not only funds your lifestyle indefinitely, but it grants you the freedom to do whatever you want. Besides sharing your wealth with others, which I think is something you should be doing, whatever your stage of wealth, but cannot probably really ramp up once you're in the abundance stage, you can indulge in luxuries and you can explore the world. When you see me wearing a Patek Philippe, we have arrived here. Both children will probably be in university when we reach that abundance stage. Think early 50s. And I will spend a full year of school fees on one watch. Okay, so in a world with starving children... Even thinking that doesn't feel quite right. I'll downgrade that aspiration to a Rolex, which I could get now, but that'll be my gift to myself for getting to abundance. Anyway, jokes aside, the more money you can save, either by clearing mortgages on your home or rental properties, or by investing in stocks and shares, the more your financial independence increases. As you become more financially independent, Your happiness levels are likely to increase because you can make decisions based on life fulfillment rather than what makes financial sense. Being financially independent doesn't mean you'll quit working. It just means that you could quit if you wanted to. Now, I can't talk about financial independence without talking about the FIRE movement. FIRE stands for Financial Independence Retire Early. And really, I only discovered the FIRE movement as a movement in 2018-19. The movement is a lifestyle movement whose goal is financial independence and retiring early. Most people agree on the financial independence bit of the equation, but RE means different things to different people. To some, retire early actually means quitting work and living a hobby life of travel and blogging. To others, it's simply a reference to reaching the abundance stage of financial freedom. 
I'm totally into the fire movement because I love how they've managed to change the meaning of what it means to live rich. Many in the community live humble lifestyles in the secure knowledge that they're building real wealth. Fire isn't about conspicuous consumption. It's about building a life that has meaning and enjoying your day-to-day life without focusing on accumulation of physical things, you know, things that you can throw away like clothing. Anyway, let's wrap up with some takeaways on what you can do to move towards financial independence. One, earn more. Two, spend less. And three, invest the difference. Don't just save it. The philosophy is simple, and as you put spend less principles into practice, it gets easier and easier not to spend too much over time. And that's the big answer, Sam. I hope you enjoyed the insights that J.D. Roth's model gives in how we move to financial independence. And to everyone else, if you're enjoying listening to my podcast, please give me a five-star rating wherever you listen to podcasts. If I don't yet deserve your five-star, please let me know how I can earn it. Enjoy. Bye. Thank you for listening. If you want to ask me a question, read my blogs, or support this show in any way, please type themoneyspot.co.uk into your address bar and you'll be redirected to my website. I also now have a few products for you on there. My property course is currently the best rated UK property course on Udemy for people who are starting out And you'll love my notes to debt freedom, as well as the pamphlet on avoiding the motherhood poverty trap. Last, but certainly not least, if you're enjoying listening to my podcast, I'd be very grateful for your five-star rating wherever you listen to podcasts. If I don't yet deserve your five-star, please let me know how I can earn it. Enjoy.